Welcome to the Voice of Many podcast show with Yolanda and Vanessa. Good evening and welcome, family. Tonight, we have with us Miss Pam Lockley. She is going to enlighten us on what we need to know whenever we're purchasing our house for, and it's going to be a new construction deal. So construction now is pretty much what's hot on the market, and she's going to help us all be prepared and ready to make that great purchase. Welcome to the mic, Miss Pam Lockley. Thank you so much. So, how do you go about uh, working with a realtor on a site um, as a sale agent whenever they're going to buy their first home? Okay, so I think one thing that buyers really get confused about is when they go to the model home, the on-site sales agent that is there is representing the builder. They do not represent you as the buyer. So it, I know that they are very knowledgeable, they're very pleasant, they're very accommodating, and pretty soon you're kind of wrapped up in the moment and nostalgia of that beautiful home, that wonderful sales agent that's there, but they don't realize, in all cases, uh, the buyer does not realize that that on-site agent is working for the seller. And they, as a buyer, really deserve to have their own realtor to represent them, to represent their best interest. So I tell my buyers when they're out, I know they go out on the weekends shopping by themselves, which is normal, that if they're out looking on their own, they go into these new um, model homes. The first thing they do is they're going to ask them to register simply. All they need to do is register and list me as their agent. And then the on-site uh, agent will be aware that they have their own agent. And then when they come back, if they decide to revisit that particular neighborhood, I'm already listed. I'm representing them. And that way, everything is clear and straight to the point when we go back again. So I know we all see billboards for new homes and how their listing price is on there. Should we really take those listing prices to heart or what do those prices actually mean? Okay. So, yeah, we see them everywhere. And I'm like, and some of them are really pretty eye-catching, you know, with the arrows and everything. I just basically use them as a landmark to know where the new construction homes are. And basically that's it because the numbers on there, you can't really rely on them. Because, um, number one, they're probably outdated. They don't um, keep them updated as the prices change. Um, And if they are up to date, that price is representative of the lowest base price in the community. And it does not include any upgrades. And the prices go up at each building stage of the community. So some communities will have, like, three phases. So once they build out that first phase, they're going to start increasing prices when they go to the second phase. And that billboard is not going to be reflective of that of that price when they go to the second phase in the community. Also, um, people need to understand that the cost of upgrades and features are standard per builder and community. Some lots have lot premiums 
and that gets added on to the base price. And also, you need to keep in mind that um, each builder builds per community and location. So one community could have prices um, starting at a certain price point and build out that identical plan in another community by the same builder, and that could be like a 10K price difference. So those billboards are very deceptive, and I'm not saying that they are designed to be deceptive, but they're misleading, to say the least. So when considering developers, what are some of the important things to keep in mind? Okay, so the developer will go in and put all the infrastructure in and get everything done, the utilities and such, um, and set up all the amenities prior to the builders coming in and starting um, with their model homes and pre-selling the homes. So you want to make sure that the developer has a good reputation of filling, you know, finishing out that um, plan, the master plan, according to the promises that have been made in the community. You don't want to um, get into a community where the developer has promised certain things and say, for instance, you're expecting this awesome um, gym or fitness facility or recreational center. And for some reason that the developer didn't follow through and then check the proper county records or whatever to the, to find out ahead of time that that wouldn't be possible. And then halfway through all the homes being built, you find out that certain amenities are not going to be available. So you want to check to see if the developer has a good reputation as far as far as follow through. Okay. So when you're thinking of doing that contract, what should you think about including? Because a lot of times we go into the contract and we don't think about that there are different options and things to, to consider. Okay. Well, yes, that is very important. And every, um, every new community is different and every builder is different. So it's best. That's why there's, that's another good reason that you should always use a realtor, even though you're buying new construction and you have that person on site, the um, realtor is going to be knowledgeable about all of those schedules and keeping everything on track. Basically, when you purchase new construction, um, the builder slash seller uses their contract. So you really have to read through the contract line by line. And that's where I come in because I explain everything line by line to the buyer. And at that point, they have to decide, is this the best situation for me? Is this something that I can deal with? Because the contract that the um, builder puts out is basically non-negotiable. You you sign off on what they have because it's a master contract for the builder that they use per community, per site. And um, they really don't deviate from their contract. Uh, you want to keep in mind, too, like to be patient um, with the build-out process. And when you go in, you want to know what that delivery date is um, for your build-out and realize that you could be adding a month or two 
do that build out or you could be moving in a month or two earlier. It could go either way. So you should be prepared. And if you are selling a home, you want to try to include a leaseback option in the contract, if at all possible, so that that would give you an option of leasing your current home back from your buyer to give you enough time to be able to move into your home. And if that is not an option, then you probably should consider a short-term corporate house. So what is a short-term corporate house? Um, a short-term corporate housing is where you can go in and um, lease a property that is already furnished where you can put your furniture in storage um, so you won't have to have a located property that specifically is able to carry all of your contents of your home because if you've been in a home for a while I don't I know like me I've accumulated a lot of stuff over the years and that would not necessarily fit into a short-term rental whereas you would maybe get just enough space to house you for maybe um, one to three months at most. And that way it's already furnished. You just go in, you won't have to worry about, um, bringing your furnishings in to sit there. You put them in storage and you would just move out and leave everything in place and, um, avoid a lot of hassle about rearranging furniture and finding a larger space to accommodate all of your furniture. Okay. So, Whenever you're getting a new home, is it necessary to get that home inspected? Yes. I I tell my buyers that even though it's new um, construction, that they should get a inspection. A home inspection is something that's necessary um, regardless of whether you're buying new construction resale or whether the home is one or two or three years old because there's always something that can come up with new with um, purchasing a home even though it's new construction and sometimes you know once the walls get covered up it's going to be really difficult to determine what the problem is without going in and tearing down drywall and troubleshooting the issue so you can save yourself a lot of pass on the money if you go ahead and do a pre-inspection before you close on the home to know that to give you peace of mind that everything is going to be in good working order. Well, I also want to let our listeners know that Miss Lockley is not just a realtor in Virginia, but she is also a realtor, licensed realtor in North Carolina. So she can help you whether you're in either state, um, as far as knowledge, please just contact her via email or a phone, and she can answer questions for you as well that you may have in the purchase of your new home, whether it's new or new construction. And we want to thank you um, so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. And to our listeners, we will also make sure we provide you with all of our information. And also, if you have any questions or suggestions, please contact us on our many social media webpages. Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel. And on behalf of our podcast, our sponsors, and our partners, we want to thank you for listening. 
and we hope to talk to you later.